everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Cafe. I'm Kevin. I'm Brock. It's Brock. Hi, Matt. Oh, hi, Matt. Hi. Oh, hey, Matt. I love the world you live in, Matt. It's amazing. <laughs> in my world, it's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay. So uh, uh, today's show, we have a theme. We have a theme. It's celebrity guests. Ah, look at it. Celebrity guest hosts. Celebrity guests. We, we've already, uh, this is celebrities that have done something either in the ring or, you know, just the side of the ring, uh, uh, backstage. Near the ring. Near the ring, backstage stuff involved with wrestling, WWE, or we have a lot of WCW today. WCW. They used to grab people. <sighs> uh, they they were crazy when it came to... I remember the insane column posse. Was that WCW? Um... I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And they eventually like have they now have their own wrestling promotion. What? Yeah. Um <laughs> that they actually sometimes get some names there. Uh uh The Insane Clown Posse? What is it called? It's uh <laughs> I think it's Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Juggalo Championship. I'm I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost positive it's... It's just trailer park grease balls with Jinko jeans, clown paint going out there and fucking shit up, or what there's is it? There's sometimes some okay wrestlers <laughs> there, and there's sometimes uh, uh, um, Jeff Hardy Oh, okay. Uh, uh, wrestled for them. Like it, It's an indie <laughs> circuit, but because they have a locked-in fan base, they right. can pace more because it's just like, oh. And they also were on a couple video games, like... Uh, uh, there was a backyard wrestling video game. And <laughs> they were, I think, they had something to do with it, or they were just characters on it, or something. Backyard, like the backyard games. <laughs> no, no, it was, it wasn't like please, backyard based. Yeah, it's little be kids. like backyard baseball. Like, I mean, like little kids wrestling <laughs> in this? clown like, makeup, like toddlers out there wrestling, oh, and then God. all of a sudden they tag in a juggalo <laughs> who is also a toddler, surprisingly. There's yeah. like there's some backyard wrestling that's just scary. I've seen it like I haven't seen it in real life. I've just seen like people like post, oh, we're backyard wrestling, and they just put like fucking mattresses out and yeah. like and like actual like rope. And <laughs> it's like we this did that. Is... We did that in my college. Did you do that? Oh yeah, in the dorm room. So I I I don't know. We so it was me, my roommate, uh, like four other guys, and we put on a show. Like we had took all the mattresses, threw them down, like in between the elevators of the place called the towers. The towers is like this cement, just yeah. concrete everywhere. There's no soft spot, but we just threw down a bunch of mattresses and just like, I mean, I was like flipping people around and like slamming them into the into the into Holy the mattress. Shit. It was it was a good time. Why why do people <laughs> wait so long to reveal this to me? Like, it, I don't, like I don't know. Man. I didn't do that. I, I know. You, so I'm not letting you down. I I'm just. <laughs> How do I not know this till right now? I had a roommate that uh, we watched wrestling. Uh, you know, I, I always watch wrestling, and he would watch it with me and our other roommate as well. And then uh, about, I don't know, six or seven months into doing that, he was just like, do you guys ever do backyard wrestling? I'm like, no, no, I never did that. He goes, I did for about a year. I'm like, 
What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like, why did it take you almost as long as the amount of time you backyard wrestled to tell me you backyard wrestled? Yes. It's 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 not something that you bring up. I think there's a certain amount of like shame. It's, it's well not shame. Um you got to feel the audience out a little bit. Like I guess, like, yeah, I guess so. Here's the thing though. Your audience is your roommates you watch wrestling with yeah. every week. And this this reveal also yeah, took yes, us but there's a difference in saying that like you enjoy the pageantry of wrestling and I dressed up in sweatpants and a headband and grappled with a dude. That's fine. Like that's fine. Like real wrestling? <laughs> like no, not okay. real, not not even real. Just like okay. you know, you were like, I did this thing and then I called myself the Mayhem Masher. Oh, you know, and like you, it was that your real I don't even remember okay. what my real God one was. I don't oh. I don't know. It was probably something like that, some alliteration the with Mayhem them. Masher. <laughs> uh uh dude, that's that's crazy. I uh <laughs> By the by, the way, has anyone uh, uh, seen the movie Fox Catcher since we talked about real wrestling? Oh, for no, second? not no. yet. I but I uh, uh, it's on my list. I saw. I didn't see the actual movie. I saw the documentary right. they made on Netflix, and I I shame them on both counts because <laughs> they cut Kurt Angle out of both. Oh really? And he not only he was there to the very end, like. Like he, uh, he, his, his Olympic story, he became famous at the Olympics because he was with team Foxcatcher until six months prior to the Olympics because spoiler. Yeah. Because of what happened. Yeah. So he was on every show talking about that because you don't really see Olympic wrestlers really on the Letterman show and stuff. Right. Uh, well, eh, more now, maybe. Like you had the now that is not girls Letterman. Olympics team and oh girls, but we're talking girls about wrestling. Always, here. Girls always what? get whatever. It's it's the it's TV. the girls Olympics and like swimming. Got yeah. any guys or girls swimming? Get to and they do only the cared rounds. about swimming because Michael Phelps won. Yeah, a ton but of the, okay, they'll they'll get the track and field person. They'll get gymnastics are huge. They'll yeah. get you'll, yeah. they'll get them mm. on there. Uh, and those those get, are pocket people. That's those, why they yeah. like them. They. <laughs> They'll get, they'll get, you know, sometimes if there's a big track event, you know, if there's a big team sport that won, and Michael Phelps, of course, uh, if there's someone that's just purely dominating throughout it, that's fine. Right. You, right. You, you really get... see the jujitsu guy. The, <laughs> you, you rarely see, like, the guy that skis around and shoots things. That guy, you don't, you don't see him that much. Yeah, you don't really see the fencers, <laughs> but that's because of the mask. Or the sabers. What what I like is the guy who's who's a sport or lady whose sport is uh I'm a snow assassin. What what, like, is, what is that? A ski and shoot person. That that's a yeah, real that's thing. A real thing. Oh, I know. It, I know it's real. But like, think about the skill set that you're like oh, like yeah. like doing. Like, what are you doing? I'm skiing real fast, shooting at a target miles away, yeah. and then skiing the fuck out of there. They like, don't want to talk to that person for a reason. Yeah. Like, you're on the afraid. list. <laughs> They're afraid. 
Well, back to wrestling. Back guys. to wrestling. Yeah, we and, took a fun little detour. We, anyway, we uh, they didn't want they didn't want uh, Kurt Angle involved in any one of them. They they named everyone else in the movie and on the documentary except him because they thought he would he would cloud the subject or something because of his celebrity or something like that. Ugh. Very odd. I just feel like that's how you get people in. You say Kurt Angle's in this. He's yeah. in it for like two seconds. Right. And, and I then would you think especially it. for the documentary, there'd be like a ton of found right. footage of him talking about that. Yeah, show. but they, but, and he was, he like went to both of them and was like, hey, I was involved. I have some free time right now. And they're like, no, we're good. He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you didn't want to know about this. All yeah. right. All right. Anyway, shame on them. Uh, moving on. Moving on, celebrities. Uh, uh, they've been using. I talked about this a little bit in the past, but they've been using celebrities. Uh, one of the first quote-unquote celebrities that they used in wrestling uh, was probably Jack Johnston back in the 1900s, early 1900s, and then they would bring in. It would just like be celebrities for a pop. Uh, really, where it came, really where it became huge was WrestleMania, and. Uh, one of the, you know, they, they brought in Liberace for the first WrestleMania. What? Wasn't there also a female, uh, like singer or something you mentioned? Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Uh, in the, uh, in which the, is true. Yeah, that is true. In that video, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her dad was played by, by Lou Albano. Yes. Uh, who is a wrestling manager and Super Mario. Um, <laughs> Have we talked about this on the show? Yeah. He was Super Mario. Yeah. Super Mario. He was Super Mario. But uh, uh, because of that connection, they were, they were able to bring her in, and uh, it would it became a success. I think she like uh, she was helping out a female wrestler, and then there was a, her gold record got smashed over their head or something. It was or smashed over Lou's head. That's right. Uh, it was a whole thing. Anyway. Uh, she came in, and the very first match was, or the the main event, the first main event of WrestleMania was actually a celebrity spot. It was uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, like the first WrestleMania, first WrestleMania main event. Uh, was a tag team match, and it was Rowdy Rowdy Piper and Mr. Perfect versus Hulk Hogan and Mr. T, who was not a wrestler. But he was an actor and on that whole shebang. Right. Uh, he wasn't really, like, they they trained him enough where he could do some things. And he was fine. He was fine. By the way, we talked a lot about Hulk Hogan last week. And I don't think I mentioned, he's not a great wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he can shake his arms a lot. He can shake he's, his arms. He's, he's got the that. leg drop and he can do a body slam. But that's about it. Uh. Um that makes me feel better because then if he hears this, I won't feel as bad um, because he may not be able to beat me up as much. No, he'll beat you to death with his huge He can cock. do it, brother. That's, oh, that's... dude, his Please. <laughs> that would be heaven. The last thing I see before I die being a huge cock in my face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, please. but then but some then, people have but all then the, in the back. But then in the background, it's his mustache and bald head. So there yeah. you go. Know, you have to look at hot dog skin as you. <laughs> uh, 
By the way, shout out to my sister Jackie who commented on the. Uh, this is a perfect time to bring that up. Yeah. Hey Jackie, yeah. Uh, we're talking about uh, hot dog dicks. Thought of you. Thought of you. Uh, I'll briefly mention Mr. T. That that whole thing. They ended up, you know, Mr. T got got on top, and in the middle of the match, like. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper worked a little stiff. He was actually kind of hitting. Oh, man. Uh, he was shooting a little bit on Mr. T because he's like... A racist? Didn't we cover that earlier? Yeah, we covered that. He's a racist <laughs> and also possible racist. Alleged. He's dead. Let's not... I respect Roddy Roddy Piper, although we don't really respect the dead much on this show. Yeah, we're kind of uh, yeah, we against don't. people who gave up and died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. I do well, like lame, Roddy Roddy And Piper. I bet you they didn't even die with a dick in their face. I know. Quitters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but he was like, this guy's not a real wrestler. And he was stiff with them, and that led to a boxing match in the second one <laughs> between those two, <laughs> which I think that was like something weird happened in that. I think he ended up losing, but... Mr. T or Roddy Piper? Roddy Piper. It was just like a weird... WrestleMania 2 is the weirdest one. (laughs) Just because it takes place in like three different cities. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird. And the A-team saves the day at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we were talking about uh, WCW and their... Oh my God. So basically during the Monday Night Wars... Uh, which we've talked about before. Ted Turner was just like, "Yeah, whatever you, whatever you can do to just, just get rid of WWE in a sense, he, or just to compete with them, just opened his checkbook." Where you have like literally, there was wrestlers being being paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year that did nothing, apps didn't show up on TV once, mm-hmm. and so uh, and it, there were some other wrestlers that were just like. What is that guy getting that much money like Buff Bagwell? Ugh. They just not want him to show up on the other on the other person's. I think so. Like, I think so. Man, what? Well, yeah. It's like, well, um, I, you can't have him. You're you not doing anything with it. But it's ours. mine. It's mine. mine. You're not. I don't see it though. It's mine. I bought it with my money. You can't have him. We just. It Ted. Very Ted. Much. Share. Mine. It's so, mine. To have celebrities, they open their guest book or their check guest book and check their checkbook and guest book. Uh, like they paid a shit ton of money to have bands play there, to have bands appear on their Kiss. They paid in the millions. Wow. Uh, not only the millions, they had a, their own Kiss wrestler, uh. which was weird. They had a Misfits wrestler, <laughs> and the Misfits show up. I don't think they had to pay all that much for that, but they they were there. Um, Master P was paid a lot of money to show up, just to show up, to show up, just and me. then and then they brought it back. Uh, I think the first time was a performance. Second time he was just there, <laughs> like he was just there. So they they were paying a ton of money for nothing. Uh, just because, and I don't think it affected things that much to have these celebrities just come in there or play performances or because wrestling hang fans, out. yeah, wrestling fans are just gonna they just want to watch stuff. So uh, they even tried doing this back in the '90s and have cross promotions as well. Although this isn't necessarily a celebrity, mm. we can count it. Okay. Uh, 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 
there was a whole angle that was going on with uh, uh, the four horsemen. Uh, no, this is be long before Kurt Angle. This is 1990, and Sting is there, the wrestler, not the musician. Okay. <laughs> Sting, we, we've done WC, that fun yeah. bit before. This is WCW, and uh, Sting like walks out to the ring. I think he gets, I think he wrestles a little bit or something, or just gets basically attacked by a couple people from the Four Horsemen. Uh, Arn Anderson, Sid Vicious, to be precise about that. Although I don't think Sid was official Four Horsemen. Anyway, they they there's a big cage over to the side, and they throw him in, throw Sting in there. And as they're throwing Sting in there, you slowly see Ro- you see RoboCop slowly walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that totally counts as a celebrity. Yeah, no, that's a celebrity. That's 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 RoboCop. They, uh, you know, that's Detroit's only hope. That yeah. still is, still is, <laughs> still is. You guys have been there. We have. Yeah, we have. They're like, they're supposed to have a place. RoboCop statue that's being made, and we we're real disappointed. They this they got funded like nine years ago. Okay, maybe not nine. At least five years ago, and uh, and it's still like I was like, okay, where's this at? And they're like, the guy's still making it, and I'm like, the, it doesn't take that long. Anyway, <laughs> I was disappointed. Maybe, maybe it's gonna actually like fight crime. I hope it does. <laughs> uh, I hope it does exactly what happens here. Uh, so they're like, they're like, okay. I think they were like, okay, RoboCop's going to do a run in and it's going to be cross promoted, whatever. Uh, they, they throw him in this cage and as they're throwing him in they're you could tell they're kind of waiting for something to happen. RoboCop is just like kind of walking robo robot walking, not running uh, to there. And they were, it's called a run in. Yeah. So they're trying to stall by like shaking the cage and taunting, uh, staying. And all of a sudden RoboCop gets there and they just, just kind of shoes them away. They just kind of back up. like, Oh, RoboCop's here. RoboCop's here. <laughs> and he goes to the cage, bends a couple bars just out, not yeah. breaks them, just bends them out, and then just kind of rips the cage door off. <laughs> Shoots Sting in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, that stings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ow. Sting lost his prick. Oh, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to Jackie, my sister. Yeah, Speaking shout out. <laughs> Speaking of Sting. Thinking about. Ah, uh, thinking about dicks. No dicks. Think about, think about, <laughs> no yeah, dicks. Off, thinking about shooting off dicks. I uh, thought of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Feel the love. Uh, that it kind of ended there. Like I, I've heard like some people talk at like Sting like regrets it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I'm not fond of that. And also Jr. Hall of Famer Jr. Uh, says. Yeah, I'm not proud. He was the announcer, and he had to make it kind of seem real. Like, oh, RoboCop's coming. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not proud of that. I can't even watch it anymore. Like, if someone starts playing it, I walk out of the room. Oh, (laughs) man. Like, so no one was proud of it, and they felt like corporate shills and that whole thing. And it was just weird that RoboCop is coming (laughs) out of the ring (laughs) to help. And... Yeah, it's like this entire, entirely different fictional universe, and he yeah. just pops in. He's just like, oh, I guess what? Reality's broken. Yeah. 
so they also tried to to blur celebrities in there as well. Uh, we already talked on previous on a previous podcast, I believe, with Sean. He brought up uh, uh, that Carl uh, Malone and Carl mm-hmm. Malone yeah. and uh, Dennis Rodman were both in there, but this one is weirder. So. Uh, Eric Bischoff, the owner, or the general manager, manager of WCW, who was running the show around there, and he also was on the show. He was an announcer, but then he decided he was going to have a show in the smack dab in the middle, a talk show in the middle of wrestling that was called uh, Nightcap, and he was going to talk about it for he was going to talk for thirty minutes and just make jokes and like bring on wrestlers and make jokes about them and it was from I haven't seen it from what I hear it was god awful and like, boring wait so just in the middle of everything in the like they didn't cut off a match but it right. would be like it'd be like you I think they did a 3 hour show back then and I think it would be like okay they'd start and then an hour into the show or an hour and a half into the show it's like Yep, we're having we're changing the format. We're gonna have a talk show here and just make dumb jokes. They brought out a sofa. Yeah, no, they did. They had a sofa. They had a desk. They had the whole thing. And uh, yes, on the stage area. I just does he understand what a night cap is? It's when you're finishing it off. Yeah, it's the end of the night. It made no sense. Uh, uh, they actually did this a couple times on. Well, I mean, they have talk shows in the middle of the ring, Pepper's Pit, stuff like that on WCW or WWE. Uh, and they also did like the, uh, Bobby, the brain Heenan show, which I have seen and it's very funny. (laughs) So this was like a ripoff and Bobby Heenan, I think was there at the time. So why they just didn't have him do it. I don't know. But, uh, but it was just these dumb jokes that Eric Bischoff was getting out there. And it was just the weirdest thing. Well, it was all to set up a celebrity match. Uh, all of a sudden, very not real, Jay Leno starts getting worried that he's embarking on <laughs> on his territory <laughs> and shows up on WCW. Yeah. Uh, the late night wars. The yeah. late night wars. <laughs> that's, uh, that's perfect. He eventually challenges Eric Bischoff to a match. Yeah. Eric Bischoff says, oh, yeah, you want to fight me? You're also fighting Hogan. <laughs> and so he had to go find a wrestler, and he found DDP. Uh, the Bischoff, the celebrity Bischoff DDP thing will happen again. It, it, I mean, it kind of happened the first time with Carl Malone and all them. DDP is, loves the celebrity matches, or at least was a big part of them. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about so, yes. Let's talk a little bit about Leno fighting in a so in a wrestling match just for a moment. Yes. Did he just drive over him with a classic car? How did this work? I wish he I wish he did that. <laughs> he was just wearing like a normal t shirt. Yeah. And here's a headline for you. I suck at wrestling. Yeah. He was in the corner and basically Chin uh, drop No. Nah. <laughs> Chin drop. They should have given him that. <laughs> they should have given him that, but they didn't. All he knew what to do, he just knew, like, you know, kind of the striking moves and just, like, he did do, like, a clothesline to the corner, which that's kind of 
you know, that's easy because you don't even have to worry about knocking the guy over. You just kind of hit him like that, and they react um, just in a corner. Right. So he, he did – I think he did do that, but he gets in the ring. Uh, DDP is fighting Hulk Hogan and uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hollywood at this time. Hulk Hogan yeah. with the feather boa? <sighs> yeah, I think, I think they, so. And he came out with it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, – they're fighting in the middle of the ring, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, DDP has him in an arm lock. Basically, he's twisting his arm, and he tags in Hulk, or he tags in uh, Jay, Jay Leno. Tags him in. Jay Leno then puts him in the arm lock, twists his arm, and they pause for a real long time, basically just for the photo op. <laughs> like they're doing that, and like all the other wrestlers are like. Why are they holding that so long? And then they're just like, oh, it's photo opportunities. I get it. Uh, but he's he's reacting like Hulk Hogan's selling it. Yeah, of course. Even though you can tell Jay Leno couldn't hurt him. <sighs> I mean, this is this is also like Hogan after steroids, right? So, uh, you know, he he came so down he, from steroids. He came down from yeah. steroids a little bit, so he's a little bit more svelte. He's a little, he's a little, yeah, not quite as big. He's but not he's as still, big. He's still like a foot taller than Jay Leno. Oh like, God, like, a, more than a foot taller. Yeah. <laughs> I think more. I think Hogan's six seven. I don't know I how tall. They, I think that's what they bill him as. Yeah, but, but, he, well, yeah. he was. I think he's gotten shorter over the years, well, as as people do. Osteoporosis, <laughs> brother, brother. Uh, <laughs> Jay Leno is listed currently as five eleven. Okay, so still almost. Well, let's like, just go with a foot because that that's a big difference there. Like when you're looking up there, but um, it's all. Yeah, it's all it's all chin. It's all chin. <laughs> it's all chin. It's all chin. So uh then Hulk Hogan tags in uh Bischoff. Uh, well eventually I think I think Leno puts him in the arm thing, then tags back in DDP. They wrestle some more. Bischoff somehow gets tagged in, and that's when he does the clothesline to Bischoff. Uh and then just kinda I think DDP helps him out, like does something to Bischoff. And then he, Jay Leno, ends up winning the match. Oh, good. Yes, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not gonna talk long about this one. Uh, cutting to WWE back in 2000, I guess. Ten, ten or yeah, it was ten. Uh, uh, Snooky was in a Divas match, and I. I don't know if she got the pin, but she got a, a, a big part. Like, she, instead of clotheslining someone, she uh, went across the ring and did a, uh, basically did a flip or a somersault. She somersaulted into somebody. Oh, cool. It was impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's Good more f- athletic than you'd expect yeah. her to do. Yeah, it's a Definitely, lot. yeah. But she, and then she smashed into someone in the corner, and then I think pinned him. I know the next year they had Maria Menounos do that, <laughs> and she ended up winning, and they're like, why are you having celebrities beat your actual wrestlers? Yeah, the, not... your trained wrestlers who are... <laughs> no, Eric, now Eric it gives Bischoff, the impression that any old jack-off can come in off the street and beat your titans. Exactly, right. exactly, and that's... That's why 
that that's why they have Eric Bischoff in there because he's a guy on the street basically. Although he doesn't act like it, but he's you know just like the owner or whatever, so they have him in there. Uh, by the way, he like McMahon challenged him to an actual fight. Like, a, like, like, a, like, like for real, like show, a shoot fight? And, like, and he was about to do it, and everyone goes, he could kill you. <laughs> like, McMahon, McMahon has some guns. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He, he's actually very muscular. Well, I, all those, logs, I mean, yeah. all those years of pumping steroids into his workers, I would think yeah. he would. <laughs> I mean, also his... He's got a cushier life than his workers, so he could he could be stronger than some of them. Yeah, but uh, and not saying he doesn't work hard, he does. But like, he's taking a jet to the next town. They're taking a rental car, and yeah, yeah it's a whole thing. Anyway, well, I, I think we were talking uh, mm-hmm. a while back, and you were like, "Yeah, that sounds like he's he's there at the start and there at the finish." Like, I mean, he's got a kind of crazy work ethic. Oh, he does. It comes to his business. He does. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it, guys. <laughs> well, going back to uh, uh, WCW for a little bit, like we said, you don't want it. You, you don't want that type of thing happening where it's where it's someone pinning an actual wrestler, right? Um, they don't necessarily do that, but and we've alluded to this in the past. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over it in detail with the movie tie-in. Is that where you're going? Ready to? to Rumble. Ready to Rumble, starring David Arquette. Ah. So, from what I've heard in the interviews, uh, David Arquette was in the building for something on Nitro, and the next day, I think they were going to film. I don't think Thunder was their other show. I don't think that was live or something. Something was going on there, um, but the, he was in the building, and he, it was like he got beat up or something. He he got beat up in a match and they're like, Oh, that's, he was pretty good. And then someone, he was back at the building for another show for thunder. And, uh, and they knew there was going to be a title match on the line. So, uh, uh, someone comes up to the guy running things at the, at that time, Vince Russo. And they're like, Hey, what do you think about putting the title on David Arquette? And he had never thought about that. And he was just shocked. And he was like, Dude, bro, I never thought about that, bro. That's how he talks. <laughs> bro. 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 Like, I never thought about that. And and he was amazed. He thought about it a little more. It's amazing. It's amazing, bro. bro. It's amazing, bro. Bro. Let, bro. Dude, bro. Dude, bro. Let, let, let bro, me tell you something, bro. Bro. <laughs> Why? Why not? Why not? He, we've done, we should have a... Bro. He, <laughs> he's a little bit of a garbage person. He, he really is. I never thought of put a, putting, a, uh, putting a belt on chicken. We never thought of it. Never thought of it. <laughs> so, so he we was get, like, "We're in." It, this was two thousand. He's like, they were kind of, they were losing the war at that time, and he's like, "We need exposure, bro." And he was like, <laughs> "This this will be awesome." So he called in like a collective of fifteen people that are all were like, had yay, could say yay or nay to it, and he brought them in. He's like, "What about this?" And they all said, "This is a good idea," and. He was like, cool, we're going with it. And they gave the information to David Arquette. And they said, could you stick around for a couple more weeks? And he said, yeah, but then... And he thought it was going to be a different capacity. And then he saw the finish that he was going to be the champion. 
<laughs> and he was like, oh, man, <laughs> I don't know about this. And DDP, who was on his team, was like, it'll be fine. He's like, he's like, I understand. I'll, I'll be out there with you. It's fine. And uh, so basically what the angle was, and they, they messed with something from what I've read. I could be wrong here. Uh, and I watched the match, and it was, it was just bizarre. I think they were what they were doing was having a tag team match, but the person who got the pin won the world title, not a tag team title, a world title. That's fishy. It's real weird. Bischoff was on the other team. <sighs> a guy named Jeff Jarrett was on the other team, mm. and then DDP and David Arquette. David Arquette, I think, gets beat beaten up, leaves the ring. Then comes back. They like put some makeup on him, and he's like got a bloody nose, and he's like limping back to the ring. And he gets in. Bischoff gets cut off, and uh, I think DDP does the diamond cutter on someone on Jeff Jarrett. Uh, that's his finishing move. Does a diamond cutter, and then there's like, I don't know who it is, but there's this female like female wrestler that's being the guest referee at the time. <laughs> DDP, like, just starts making out with her <laughs> and woos her so much with that kiss that she just faints <laughs> under the ropes because that happens. Uh, that sounds like a rude awake. Well, it sounds like, and that's like, uh, isn't that the, what, who was that? Was that rude? What? Uh, Bobby the, Rude? Ravishing Rick no, 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 Rude. Ravishing Rick Rude. He would, yeah. he would kiss them and they'd faint on the... It was very much like that. Because yeah. women are, are so oh, weak. Oh, no. Yeah. Except for when they're also wrestlers and build is super strong, and but they faint at a kiss still. So it didn't work out for him because he kissed her, and then he turns around to pin, and she's out of commission. She, oh. he, he kissed her so good. She's he, done. He kissed her so hard. Oh, she's, man. She can't. He wooed her to death. He... That's so fucking weird. Anyway, uh, at that same time, Bischoff, uh, Bischoff gets taken down by Arquette. Arquette, at the same time, pins Bischoff. A ref runs out to the ring and does the three count. There's two people that are being pinned at the same time, but he does the pin count for Arquette. Uh, why no one knows well because it was the story they were yeah. telling so no okay yes go he, ahead so all this happened and the movie hadn't been made yet i it, think the movie had been made okay it had so the and movie, i think it was coming out and i think it existed bef before he did these guest roles on, if on. if i'm not mistaken okay. i think the movie came out uh that week and it wasn't doing good okay and so they were trying to boost it right. with this. It didn't work out for either party. <laughs> um, but they wanted the exposure. And guess what? They got it. <laughs> they they did. They gave the belt to our cat, and he's holding it up, and pictures are going. And, yes, it's on, it's on the cover of newspapers the next day. Uh, they got the exposure. Now, if that Monday they do another match and it's done, uh, that would have been fine. But they waited for the next pay per view. So they waited about two, three weeks. And they had they they had like some they had some weird like vignettes with Courtney Cox in there and <laughs> Kurt Russell for some reason. And 
it was just a whole weird thing that was going on. And then eventually they're like, okay, you're going to be in a cage match with DDP and Jeff Jarrett. Okay. Yes. Uh, the name, by the way, the name of the, uh, the name of the pay-per-view was called Slamboree, which I think is dumb, but <laughs> I, he, he eventually turns on the on, other hand, love it. Am in love with that Slamboree. Why, why are you in love with Slamboree? Cause I love portmanteaus. What about Slammiversary? Is that, yep, that's into a TNA it. one. <laughs> I'm I'm into any word that smashes two other words together to make a new word. Mm. That's why I'm a big fan of coming up with like my celebrity couple name with whoever I'm dating <laughs> at the time. What's oh. your celebrity couple name? What is your current celebrity couple name? Jalix. Jalix. Oh. <laughs> I just said that. I hope he's okay with it. Shout Whenever out to he hears this. Shout out to Jalex. Uh to finish the Arquette thing, he turns on he turns on uh DDP and then Jeff Jarrett becomes a champion. Nice. And then they're just like he's like, I'm out of here, bye guys, and we never see him again. He comes back to WWE for some things, like a celebrity guest spot here and there, but it's nothing like that. Thank God. God. I just Yes. I was alive during this time and I do not remember David Arquette being like that fucking big. He wasn't. To no. be such a draw. He wasn't. He and, wasn't. And like uh uh I I saw an interview with Arquette years later and they go, Well how you were the champion and he goes, Yeah, I was and talked a little bit about what I just talked about and they go, Well, how did it go over? He goes, Not well. Uh <laughs> some of the fans were like, Yeah, we could believe it if it was De Niro or someone like that, but who are you? And you're like they they called him You're what you just like all you do is tell people how to make collect calls and that's what he was yeah, if you remember time. those, do you remember those? Yeah, yeah, I think it was call ATT or call. Yeah, uh, it was a one eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't. I don't remember. I think this was after he did Scream. Yes, it was after Scream. Yeah. It was after Scream Two as well. And then uh, was he in Eight Legged Freaks? Yeah, but that was later on. Oh, okay, I don't. Uh, he was filming Ten Thousand Miles to Graceland or whatever it's called. Uh. He was filming movies, and he was doing movies, and he was in this wrestling movie. He was a wrestling fan. He got it. Uh, it just didn't go over well. Like, I like how they're like, if it was De Niro, I'd believe it. I believe it. I believe it if it's De Niro. Wow. Now, the problem with some of these celebrity spots is that it's they don't. Some of the celebrities just don't get it. They don't. They don't get what's going on, and they get eaten up immediately by the crowd. Uh, I've mentioned uh, for some reason. What, what's that guy's so, name? Yeah. I'd, sorry to stop your train yeah. of thought, but like when you said like Arquette got it because he he's got a fan. It. He's a fan. Like, he would. He was playing with the crowd. He was playing and, with the crowd, and like, you know, at least that's good. Yeah, and he also had been filming a wrestling movie, right. so he was in that. Even if he wasn't a huge fan, he would kind of get what's going on. Right. People that have seen it before, uh, briefly, we'll talk about a uh, uh, Hugh Jackman watched wrestling as a kid, and uh, he was there to promote one of the X Men movies and got involved. He was like revving up the crowd and everything. He was a yeah. good guy. He he punched someone in the face <laughs> and then they also he's Australian. Yeah. So I mean, or, you know, he, he 
that's just the way they are. They brought him back. You know, <laughs> this is funny. There was a guy named. Yeah, I agree with you. There's a guy named Damien Sandow. And they're like, uh, we need you to do something with him. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll go out there. They're like, dress up as Magneto. And he, they find, like, this dollar store Magneto costume. <laughs> like, it looked like pajamas. <laughs> and it's like, actually really funny. Just and, Magneto underoos. And he's going, I am Magneto. I have the power to control metal. And, like, <laughs> they're like, what? And then he's acting like he's taking the microphone and, like, Jackman kind of goes with it and is like, what, what? And then he's like, nope. And then throws the microphone at him and punches him. And <laughs> Sorry for Damien Sandow, but like that led to, yeah, we're going to have you dress up as this person. Like they just had him dress up as a new thing each week. And he was like, what is going on? Oh man. Uh, sorry, Damien. He, he, we might talk about him later on. Cause he actually was, I liked him. Um, but uh, they, they uh, uh, yes. So that one just, the Arquette thing didn't go over well. We already moved past that. Where am I at now? Oh, so here's some good ones that people actually got what was going on. And one of my favorites, because they played with the wrestlers and the crowd, and some just get out there like, what? What is what is going on? Why are they not cheering me? What? It, what? What? <laughs> Who um, did it well? Who did it well? Bob Barker. Bob Barker? Yes. <laughs> I mean, the guy does know how to work an audience. Yeah, that, I mean, the more you think about it, or you're like... Oh. Knew how to work. So it was yeah. around the time of his retirement. Okay. Um, they just asked him. He said, okay. He had actually, uh, long, long, long time before he was even on TV, uh, he like worked at a place that had wrestling and he ran the concession stands there. Okay. And it was like gorgeous George era. If you know, yeah, it it was a long time ago. So he knew what the wrestlers were doing and he's just a professional and he was Mm -hmm. going with it. So what they did and they, the writers were on point with everything. Is this still WCW? Oh, this is WWE. I'm sorry. This is 2008. WCW was long gone by then. Oh, fair. But they have a, but it, they call it the price is raw. And <laughs> yes, he comes out. They have the contestants row. They call out four people. Uh, they call out Santina Morella. Okay. They call out uh, this lady, Jillian, who, uh, whatever. Moving on. They call out <laughs> IRS, who we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they call out Chris Jericho. Now, at the time, Chris Jericho is this uber heel like this really like really got people to hate him they were not cheering for him at all and he would also he talked about this time he had just taken a couple years off of uh, wrestling to study acting and improv and some other things Um, but he was really like he would meditate for 10 minutes to get into character and he would (laughs) when he came out he would have to meditate to get back out of character the more (laughs) i hear about chris jericho the more he becomes just my favorite he he's really good and so he was dedicated man he was dedicated (laughs) and he was really trying to get people to hate him and they did 
They did to the point at that time where like he got attacked outside of the ring. Like, <laughs> people were like kicking his car. Oh man, he fought back. <laughs> you can well, see it on YouTube. I mean, he fought back, and he was about to get everyone else's like suspend him or get rid of him for a while. And uh, McMahon just goes, "Oh my God, we should have someone protecting you. This is our fault." We should have security there. You're out there by yourself, and you're this big heel guy. And so he understood it. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, you had to fight because they were kicking you and spitting at you and all that. And so anyway, uh, he at this time is this uber heel, and they go, yeah, you're going to go out there. He goes, whoa, 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 what? This isn't going to work out. And he's like, and they're like, trust me, it will. So he goes out there, and they're getting all the contestants row. It's for, like, a, DVD, a wrestling DVD or something. Right. And people are bidding $75, $80. Uh, IRS bid 50 because he was adding taxes to it. And <laughs> that's, that's very true. Uh, and then they go... And and all the, by the time uh, all of them are wearing like shirts and other shirts and and IRS is dressed like an IRS agent and they're they all have the name tag yeah, on. They're right. doing the real, Chris the real. Jericho comes out in his trunks and has a name tag on his bare chest. <laughs> God damn and it. and and he and like they go. He goes. Okay. Okay, Chris. We're gonna need an answer. And he just like slowly walks up. It gets right in the face of Bob Barker, and he goes, "I'm not gonna play your stupid game, Barker." And and during this, Barker <laughs> is ad libbing back to him and saying things like, "All right, we need an answer." <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, "Okay, all right." It doesn't sound like the crowd likes you. All right, you you're just wanting more screen time. And he's like, "Barker, I will take you on any place, any time." <laughs> and he's just like. I will he's fight just like you old man. He's just like, okay. He goes, okay, Chris, we're going to need an answer. He goes, I, and at the time he think he was a tag team champ. He's like, I am one half. Okay. You bid $1. Go back. <laughs> and he goes, okay, you bid $1. Go back. And, uh, he was like, wait, what, what? And so he got back. And of course, cause there's, 50 it's a $20 DVD he won yeah and the, the the all the games were wrestling a match or trying to body slam the big show or <laughs> something weird like that it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy but then they they actually incorporated people like uh backstage they were playing spin the wheel games it was actually a really cool idea that they did and it executed perfectly uh chris jericho has a podcast and he interviewed bob barker recently and he was talking to bob barker about it how recently uh a couple months ago you think bob barker's dead did he just die oh my god i thought he was why is everyone being so quiet Uh, no never mind he's not Oh my god, you scared me. I really for some reason thought he was I do not wish I do not wish him dead. He might have died in your reality. Yeah. It's the Mandela effect. It's the Mandela again. effect. 
Um, he is 93. He, he is old. The price is wrong, bitch. So he... <laughs> so uh, uh, they were talking about it, and he was talking about how, you know, he worked in sessions, and he was like, oh, yeah. He goes, it, it was fine. They asked me to do it, so I said, why not? And this was in Chicago as well, which sometimes those fans can just, like, boo something out of the building. <clears throat> they were all in for it. And yeah. so Jericho's explaining, he goes, uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, I walk up to him, I had this, and he goes... Yeah, yeah. He go and he just like no one told Bob Barker who he was being interviewed by, and he was like, "Oh my God, that was you!" Oh, he goes, "I tell people about that moment all the time," and he's like, "He goes, <laughs> I, he goes, oh my God, I wish someone would have told me." He realized who he was talking to, and he remembered the whole thing. He didn't forget it. He was just yeah. like, he just didn't realize. Well, I mean, Chris Jericho looked a lot different. Oh, I mean, it was over the phone. Oh, was it over the it phone? Was, okay. It was over the phone. Okay. So so he was like, so he didn't know, and he was just like, he's just like, oh, my God, I, I talk to people all the time about that. And he goes, he goes, you were you were great. And he's, because it was just, he was in this heel mode, and Bob Barker's just still hosting, and he's just yeah. like, all right, we need, we need something. Okay. <laughs> and he's challenging, I will get you anytime, anywhere. Anytime, old man. Anytime, old man. Uh, uh, that was a good one. Uh, let's end with one more good one. Uh, they actually kind of rolled the dice on this one, and they wanted eyeballs onto WrestleMania. Uh, we might have brought this up in the past, but this is the legendary Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, uh, and Mike Tyson involvement. I don't think I knew okay. about this one. <laughs> <sighs> let me let me go through my notes real quick. This is th- this is pretty good. I I like this one. Um, so this is at WrestleMania. Uh, uh, I don't have it. This is at <laughs> this is at WrestleMania 15, I believe. And uh, this is right when Austin was huge and I don't think he had the belt at this point but Shawn Michaels had the belt and uh they announce they announce uh Mike Tyson is going to be involved in Wrestlemania they don't specify what he's going to do but they announce it and it's they're in the middle of the Monday Night Wars and they're trying to compete I believe this is around 98 and uh he is fresh out of jail at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that sounds about right. It sounds about right. He, I know it wasn't before, but he's out of jail and he was about to lose his house, so he took this money. Uh, and they're like, "Oh, this will bring eyes there." So they put him on Raw, and they have McMahon out in the ring, and McMahon is Mr. McMahon at this point, and he's like, "Mike Tyson," and Mike Tyson is about to speak, and all of a sudden you hear the glass break, and Stone Cold comes out. <laughs> Does the cocky thing where he raises his arm at every four corner of the ring before even looking at Mike Tyson, then gets right up there and he and he goes, he looks right at Mike Tyson, he goes, "You think you know one thing? One thing about me is if you get in my ring, I'll kick your ass." <laughs> he goes, "You might be good in the boxing world, but this is my ring right here." and and he's a, and everyone's cheering because they're like, and Mike Tyson's just kind of like, what? And now 
it's ballsy because Mike Tyson is also unstable. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's like putting it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's also a little unstable, so you don't know if he's actually going to react to this. Yeah, yeah. And he can, he can, he can punch through steel. Yeah. I mean, the man was huge. Even after after jail, he did not. I mean, he he wasn't the champ anymore, but he was still able to crush people. I mean, like and <laughs> and Austin is throwing his best stuff at him. He's like, "Do you do I think you can kick my ass? Hell no. Do I think I can kick your ass? Give me a hell yeah." <laughs> and uh, and he's just going at, and then finally it ends in like a shoving match, and you know he like. Uh, Tyson pushes him, he pushes back, and then 50 refs get in between all of them. Uh, also, when he pushed him, he just happened to have, like, $100 bills in his pocket, so his whole <laughs> crew that's out there is, like, running around for the $100 bills. <laughs> it becomes this big, like, this big, like, breakaway thing where, like, all these people are holding people back, and Austin is breaking free and going back after Tyson. It's a whole thing. And then they bring Tyson back the next week. And Shawn Michaels was involved with DX at the time. Uh, They make him a member of DX. So they're saying he's going to be a sideline referee. Uh, where it's just kind of like a backup ref or something else happens, and it always does. Yeah. When they have those, that's Chekhov's gun. Yeah. <laughs> Chekhov's ref. Chekhov's ref. Uh, so you you know they're going to get involved somehow. So he's over on the side, and uh, he's wearing a DX shirt, and, like, it's – when we're at the actual match, it's on fire – like that whole thing, Shawn Michaels is a great wrestler, so he's he's doing his thing. Austin's doing his thing, and people are just going nuts over this because Tyson is involved. Um, he's just just sitting in the corner petting a pigeon, yeah. like that, just for the first five minutes. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all he he's does. Just there. He's just there in, in case. You just know? in case. Just Dang. in case. Uh, Solving bro, mysteries. We, we probably won't need him. Yeah, it's like one yeah. of those, like, in case of emergency break, break glass. glass. Yeah. You never break the glass. It's no. just, you know, just we'll put case. Mike Tyson in the glass. Yeah. It'll be fine. But Mike Tyson actually turns during this match. What? Yeah. He turns? He turns. Uh, uh, so You see him, like, looking at, uh, just kind of giving a face, like, I don't know if I like Shawn Michaels. And then... Something happens to the ref, gets pushed, gets knocked out, whatever. And uh, the pin comes. uh, Austin goes to pin Michaels. In comes comes Mike Tyson. One, two, three, and then raises his arm. In comes Mike Tyson. Here I come. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. Uh, Raises his arm, and it's... And then that's where, like, oh, Mike Tyson's a good guy. He just got out of jail. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> on the um, It was a big moment at the time. It was actually a big moment, and it's it's what uh, it's what WCW was trying to do, no. but they failed at it. They they were trying to create this, these buy-ins and create this, oh, we got create we have Carl Malone. Yeah, like, we have Carl yeah, Malone. Yeah. We have Kiss. We have all these people, but, like, 
really they're like, we have Mike Tyson. He's a hot button topic because he's getting back in the boxing, but he's going to be here with us first. Well, and that seems like less of a jump. It's less of a it's, jump. I mean, the wrestling and boxing—they're close. They're close. They're, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of crossover between you know yeah. the, the two worlds. And and uh, Ronda Ronda Rousey has gotten involved uh, before. Uh, you also have people that have done UFC and and wrestling, like Brock Lesnar and Ken Shamrock. CM Punk, if you want to say that, uh, <laughs> you know you didn't you didn't mention John Stewart though. Oh, should I? We can end it with this. He's he was in there. Did yes. He, did, did he take a chair? Did he throw okay. a chair? What what happened? With Let them? me go through this real quick. Because his son, his son is like a like they they're super. I didn't have I didn't have this on my notes at all. Let me see. Let me see if I missed one real quick, and we can cover it real quick. Uh, uh, no, I I got all the ones I wanted to talk about. Um, so yes. John Stewart. Uh it all had when John Stewart was retiring. Yeah. It happened like right after he retired, right? It, it was right when they announced he was retiring. Okay. So he was still on the show. They announced he was retiring and uh Seth Rollins comes out and says, I can do anything. Heck, I might even go on I might be the new host of the Daily Show and maybe that'll get some ratings for once. You know, <laughs> did a shot. Um John Stewart's a wrestling fan. Yeah. He's actually a wrestling fan and he was watching it. And so the next day he did a video on his phone and released it on Twitter or whatever. And it, it was he was cutting a promo on Seth Rollins. He goes, You wanna come at me? I'm he goes, You wanna come at me? I'm like I'm like hard as wood. Like <clears throat> like, like a pine or like a a balsa wood but splinters i got those <laughs> I got, and it's it's hilarious and then uh and then they uh uh not to be outdone like like tmz picked this up with like oh what, what what's going on here i think it was tmz sports or whatever yeah they they then interviewed seth rollins who wasn't backing down either because they knew like Oh, there's something here. They knew there's something here. And so uh he starts going and he goes, Yeah, he can come here anytime, I'll kick his ass and, and he's just talking to like, Well, you know what? He was an athlete, he was a soccer player. He goes, He was a soccer player, those guys take more falls than we do <laughs> Which they're which that's true. You ever watch a soccer match and they just fake an injury on the field? I mean, yeah. It happens all the time, but like <laughs> but he was joking back and forth, and then uh, there was rumors on the internet that, oh, John Stewart's gonna they're they're in New York in two weeks, and John Stewart's gonna come on. To the point where they actually started it on the Daily Show. Um, Seth Rollins, they played the video of Seth Rollins said, "Oh, they take more falls, all that stuff," and he go and John Stewart's like, "I want to put this to rest," and all of a sudden, right behind him, you see Seth Rollins come up. And he's right behind him, and and he like looks behind him. He goes, "Oh my God, you're tall." <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember this. It's too. it's actually very funny. And then he's like, "Oh my God, you're tall." Uh, he says, "Come come to Raw next week." He goes, "Next Monday, I'll be there." And so they announce it. They actually construct a little Daily Show set, you know, a desk. Right. They have the globe in there, uh, and it's Seth Rollins is. Seth Rollins is doing the, the actual show. show. Yeah, he's doing the show, and he's 
spouting heel garbage and everything. And yeah. then uh, he's like, let's bring out my guest, John Stewart. And, and John comes out and like starts ribbing, just starts making fun of him. Cause at the time Seth Rollins had half his hair was yellow or blonde. Half of it was Brown. And he's like, he goes, you choose to do these things. He goes, you can't even choose your own hair color. Like, and is doing some good zingers on him. And he's very funny. The crowd's actually reacting very well to him. And I, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. And then what you're not thinking is that he's actually a wrestling fan. So he knows things. And he's like, look, I, you, he had the money in the bank. He goes, I was there at Money in the Bank, and if it wasn't for and it was a storyline that kind of died, so I don't know if they were like, cut it off, cut it off. But it was a storyline where Kane helped him win the Money in the oh, Bank. okay, okay. And that storyline was defunct at that point. <laughs> so he's like, if it wasn't for Kane, and, and then they started, like, looking at him, and, oh, they, they, were, <laughs> they were like, they, they started attacking him, and then another wrestler comes out, saves the day, it's. I think it was Randy Orton that came out. It, it was a whole thing that it was a push towards WrestleMania. Yeah. And John Stewart, even in that, he goes, "You could put yourself in the main event for WrestleMania," and no one had really thought about that at that point. And then they didn't think about it. And that's what ended up happening. <laughs> like everyone's like, "Oh, well, if John Stewart's just mentioning it, that's not going to happen." But that's what happened. Uh, cut to SummerSlam of that year. John Stewart is now freshly retired. They ask him to come back to host SummerSlam. He comes out, does a bit with Mick Foley. Mick does nothing. He's doing some stuff backstage. And then he uh, he comes out during the Seth Rollins-John Cena match for the world title. It's a no disqualification. He comes out and uh, he's got a chair. And you think, okay, he's going to hit Seth Rollins with the chair. And then he looks back and forth, and then you're like, uh-oh, what? And he hits John Cena with the chair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're like, did he just turn heel? What happened? Whoa. <laughs> what happened? John Stewart turned heel. So he leaves. Well, there could only be one John. So he rolls out of the ring, and then Seth Rollins wins. Yeah, and, and he wins not only that I think it was a champ for a double championship so he w- wins the US champion as well uh, they did that whole bit for f- for people to for newspapers and for TMZ right. and everything and it, the following night he comes out and he goes I didn't want John Cena to win because he would have been the 16 time champion which would have tied with Ric Flair and that doesn't happen on my watch <laughs> And so the crowd was back on his side. Yeah. <laughs> John Cena comes out and he goes, and, and Ric Flair comes out and says, I don't mind. And then John Cena's like, you shouldn't have done that. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. John Stewart says this. And then he does the attitude adjustment to John Cena, which, or to John Stewart, which to John Stewart, that's literally, he's putting him on his neck and then flipping him over onto his back. From, you know, six feet up. Right. That That's quite a bump to take for someone that doesn't, you know, lift a thousand weights a day. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, they lift that much because it protects them. In a, in a sense. Uh, he took it like a pro. And uh, that's about the end of the story. He, he does help out next SummerSlam a little bit, but... 
Not a whole lot, but it, it is. But still, he's a super fan. Like he's a fan. He's he a knows f- he knows how to work a crowd. He's, he got he's, he's, what know. was going on. Yeah. He got that. And he even like mentioned something like, "Sorry about seeing my old man belly." And like, it was it was hilarious. He knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, a lot of people don't, and like even the Muppets were on there one time. It was real weird. <laughs> yes, uh, we talked about that. We talked about it briefly. It's, it's it, it. They do some weird stuff with celebrity guests. Kevin Hart was on there one time, and it didn't work out great. The new Three Stooges were on there, and the crowd did not give them one inch. <laughs> did not give them one. Well, inch. to be fair, neither did the rest of the world. Yeah. You know what? Did you see the movie? No, wasn't bad. Eh. I, I wasn't for it, and I was like, when people were like, I saw it, it wasn't bad. I watched it, it wasn't bad. I never liked the original Three Stooges. I love the original Three Stooges. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, no, it was, it was all slapstick. We digress. That is all More for like this week. slapstick. Oh! oh shout, shout out to Jackie! <laughs> Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show, all that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And in your picture. And your home address. Home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.